Welcome to Don't Wait the Kids podcast, episode number 45. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm Samantha. This is a podcast that takes place after kids go to sleep and they are asleep. Um, we'll start off this podcast as we always do with what are we drinking? You said the same thing we drank last week. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know. Which, it, oh, well, I guess people don't really listen every week. So, um, Irish Death from Costco, $6, six ninety nine. Something for, for a four, four pack. Yeah, it's for a good four deal. pack of, what is this, ounceage? Uh, 16 ounces. I felt like it was more can. than eight. Yeah, that's two times eight if you guys are math enthusiasts. <laughs> yes, if you're math enthusiasts. That doesn't seem like two whole ex- two cans, you know? I'd say that's a can and a half. I, sure. Because a can but and a half is 12 ounce cans. <gasps> not eight ounce cans. Oh my gosh, that is a can and a half. So I'm like Rain Man. Yes. You're like Wow, because that's four. That's 16, 12 to 16. That's four ounces. Eight ounces to four. Plus four is twelve. So she's been drinking for a while. In case you were wondering where this this math thing is genius. Going yes. Protege. Some. No. Oh, wow. Some people could say genius protege. Sure. Others would say. Um, I almost said protege. Drunkard. I almost said protege. Protege. So. Protege. <clears throat> Prototoje. My mistake. Um. All right. You want to kick off with the topic, or did you? All right, it, <clears throat> no. There's something new you want to talk about? If, mm, I don't know. I feel like there are things. List some things. What we got? We went to the pumpkin patch. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Way to sell the pumpkin patch. There, that was a thing that we did. It's the first time we didn't. Here's I don't the think thing about the pumpkin patch. Okay. If we're all being honest to ourselves, the only reason we like to go to the pumpkin patch is for the hay rides. And it doesn't matter if you're 4 or 40, the hay rides are fun. You don't want to get a pumpkin. You have to carry <laughs> the pumpkin all the way. You enjoy the hay ride. It's a little break from carrying your heavy ass pumpkin, but you don't want to drag that okay. ch- all the way to your car. Then, no, 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 no. Then there's so much expectation with this pumpkin. It's like you're trying to pick out a pumpkin and. You already feel like a weight on your shoulders before you even get the pumpkin because you know that that comes with carrying this heavy ass pumpkin all the way like we discussed and then thinking of a creative idea that people already haven't done 15 times or your same smiley face that you end up doing since you were like seven on your pumpkin. So there's a lot of pressure there. It's gotten a lot better since I was seven, okay? It is the same face, but it's got a lot myself. better. myself. Myself, like I revert to my same happy, goofy, smiley face pumpkin because I don't like to be too scared. And But then you're like paying for this pumpkin per pound and you think these like 12-year-olds who work at the pumpkin patch, which you pay $10 to get into, into, they're like, oh yeah, that's definitely 17 pounds. Like, how do you know that? Uh, and they're just like, it's like these teenagers now have like eyeball weights where they can tell how much your pumpkin is. And I swear to you, my pumpkin is about 17 pounds. So then you get it home and, then the, kids, and then the kids are like, let's carve pumpkins. 
cool, good idea. You look for a newspaper, you realize it's 2021, there aren't any, and what do I use to put on the table? And get? And then there's the coldness of the guts and all the seeds, and then there's this like pressure to keep the seeds so you could do what your mom did with the oven, and you know you're never gonna do that with those seeds, so just throw them away, and then you feel bad about it. There's a lot of things with the pumpkin patch, which now that I'm realizing out loud, it's a lot of pressure. Let the record show this is the longest that Samantha has ever complained about anything Halloween in her life. Oh my gosh. And now I've been shamed. Now I've been Halloween shamed. And I need to talk to my therapist that I don't have about that. My husband of 12 years just Halloween shamed me because even though he knows it's one of my favorite holidays, he thought he'd stab me in the back like Brutus, look him up. And now I feel bad about that. Like... Carve some stuff in your favorite holiday still sucks, and that's carving pumpkins. Carving pumpkins sucks. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's, it's fine. Does. It's fine. It I took like it. me. You know how many years it took me to admit to myself that I hate carving pumpkins. However old you are now. Yes. <laughs> uh, what kind? Do I look like the kind of person that loves to use a knife that could cut off my fingers and reach into this cold, slimy pump? Nope. No. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's not. I like, I do like the finished product, and that's what dries me every year, and that's why I will carve the best pumpkin I can, mm. again, this year. We don't have pumpkins, though, do we? The kids got pumpkins this year. It's the first year we didn't get pumpkins. Because all the pumpkins were shitty at the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go, like, October 1, 6 a.m., you rise to the sun, have a farmer's breakfast, to get out there mm. and get a good pumpkin. It uh, depends on the patch, too, I think. <sighs> No. So there's a, a plethora of pumpkin patches in the in our, where we are in our area. I think we've been to most of them. Yeah, I'm always you know me. Let's do a quick round robin. Gang, I'm always trying to find the cheapest patch. Well, let's just do a quick, like I think there's I can only think of three off the top of my head. Do you? Is there more than three that we've been to? Um. Okay. And just give a quick. Bet, there's okay. If name you live and, in the, if you live in Kentucky, Washington, there which are is, all our um, listeners. <laughs> That's why they listen. Hey, it says there's somebody from Singapore. <laughs> there's someone someone with a Singapore VPN. That's All what that right. is. Sure. Um, so there is Busy Farms. That's the classic. That's our go-to. Now, that was our go-to back right. when we were dating and we were those annoying people that didn't have kids but still did kid activities. Like the pumpkin patch. Or those people who dress up in like cute fall outfits. But we, we did that because I know how to dress. But we didn't go with the intention of taking cute selfies because we're not like that. Didn't we take cute selfies? We took pictures of ourselves, of you and I together. There, It's almost a cold day in hell. You'll catch me taking a selfie. And if, you know... And if I do, it's probably because I've been drinking. And then I always think all of them are terrible. And they are. And... and and all selfies are. All selfies are terrible? Yeah. So anyway, I digress. So what were we talking about? The different pumpkin patches. Just give a quick... Busy farms. What I love about it... Oh, yeah, because we used to be these annoying... Anyway, so back in the day, it wasn't as busy. Parking nowadays... Pun intended. Huh? Oh. There it is. Busy farms. So it's... Okay, so, and here... Thank you, because it's B-I-Z-I Farms, in case you're looking it's not, it up. That's it's how not they spell B-Z it. B-Z-I, the letter B no, and Z? No, B-I dash Z-I. Oh, I thought I mean, I've seen it written that way. Anyway, I've also seen it without the dash, but... 
Um, so what's nice about that one back in the day was that they have a lot of activities, especially for little kids. They have that corn, like that dry corn. What would you call that? That one, bin. I don't remember a that corn always bin. being there. Was that it was. Been? We just didn't, we didn't have, have kids. We didn't have kids. And sure. we weren't going to be 20-somethings in the middle of a corn bin. You know what I mean? But mm. so anyway, so there's a lot of fun things. There's like little duck. What are these things with the handle and the pump and the water with the pump? It's... Uh, is that oh, just like a water pump? It's a, it's a it's a water pump. It's a yeah. And you do like it's duck a, races with little floaty like I thought you were talking about because they use the same thing to clean the the pumpkins after you get them yes, back. Yes, the pump. I was thinking about that. The for general some Puritan pump. Puritan pump. Um. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things. There's a pumpkin launch where you take little pumpkins and with those like big slingshot. That's unique to BBZ, I think. Isn't yeah. It? And then you're trying to. I don't know what. Literally. I don't know what the goal is. Uh, distance. Yes. But something about it. I don't know. Do you? Oh win? no! There's. There, isn't there something like you're trying to get it into something? I don't know. I think there's like some car, like old trucks. And then you win, like. Do you win? You win something. Pumpkin. I think you could win your pumpkin anyway. But now it's like the entrance fee. Which is an interesting concept that you're, you're damaging a pumpkin <laughs> to, to win, win a pumpkin. Well, they're small pumpkins. I know that yeah. nobody wants, which actually our kids love, but. Which all kids love the little pumpkins, one the ones that they can hold. It's, you know, the weirdos like us that go to the pumpkin patch by ourselves that want these huge pumpkins. You know what I mean? We deserve the trauma of carving those pumpkins. Wow. This is this is going down a weird road. <laughs> okay, and then what's the one on the east side called? Do we know? The Vancouver Pumpkin Patch. There's the Vancouver, yeah, the Vancouver Pumpkin Patch and Velvet Acres. I don't know if I've been to Velvet. We have. We've been to all of them. Um... The thing, okay, the thing about which I was going to say, Busy Farms is an entrance fee, which a lot of them are now starting to be entrance fees. And that's where you're going to lose myself. Because we have four people in our family. That's $40. Some of these pumpkin patches now in Vancouver, the pumpkin's not included. Go figure. So you're paying $40. And then per pound per pumpkin, that like we had talked about, those teenagers are eyeballing. And it just becomes like a number I, I'm not comfortable with. So this year... We went back to Portland, which is not our, you know, ironically, our son wears a support your local pumpkin patch and we're like across the river. It's still local. <laughs> anyway. It's so, local, affordable. Put the affordable, affordable on a shirt. Selby Island, you know, beautiful. We had, a, it was a nice day. Um, there's animals that you could see less but touchable touch, than other ones. Busy, I did, has, has the, busy has a lot of animals. Yeah. And a lot of pe- a shit ton of people wow. too. So if you're concerned about COVID, I'm gonna cross that off your list for you. If you're concerned about parking, go ahead and cross that off. Oh, your parking list. is horrible. At BC. If you don't like a lot, a ton of people, if you like your beautiful fall family event to feel like a crowd at like Disney World or some crazy concert, put that on your list. You know what I mean? Busy parks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I think overall that. And then, yeah, so then you have a. But I don't know. It was good. Pumpkin Patch was good. Surprisingly, the. Our more joyous child was a little grumpy pumpkin the whole time. Yeah. And I love the pictures. Because he is grumpy in every single photo. (laughs) He's glaring. And he's just like with his little cheeks and his little mouth. He's just like, I'm not having fun, even though my face isn't a pumpkin. Like. 
I can't even with Did you see the one I I think I did you see the view I took of him? The first pumpkin he chose was huge. Huge pumpkin. Probably weighs him out as much as he did. Uh partly green, so it's still got that. Mm-hmm. He he's like, Mike, listen, even if you want that pumpkin, let's just it's keep it there. We'll come back. It's not going anywhere. He's rolling this pumpkin. And that's what he was just doing. That's why he got dirt all over his knees. Did it have any holes in it? Uh you know what like how they all have some of those like um uh, it's not like a full hole, but like it looks like you know, like a wasp's nest on the back of that. You know where there's like little, it they're not it didn't fully is it puncture porous? into the hole. Is it porous? Is it porous? Would this pumpkin be pregnant if the circumstances were right? What the heck does that mean? <laughs> like I don't know. Is it is it was it a hole in the pumpkin or no hole in the pumpkin? You know, there's a, what the beginnings of a hole. You can't see. The, I don't count a hole unless it, unless something's leaking out of it. Right? Like, no, if see, the skin is broken, it's a hole. The it looked it looked callous to it. Callous? It's hard. It's kind of callous <laughs> and indented like cement. Because there are some pumpkins that look like they've just been laying. They had like bed sores and they've just been laying on one side the <laughs> whole time, but they're not punctured. But they look like jacked on the back. Was it like that? Jacked on the back. <laughs> pun <laughs> also intended. <laughs> No, I don't. I wouldn't say it had a hole in it. But I was it was. It, it could. This was the skin punctured. Yeah. No, because the skin was warped into it. So no. So it was whole. So you no there. By be, your definition of what a hole is, like sure. if the skin were had new a hole. and some and there like there'd be no way for any sort of like. What? Any sort of what? <laughs> I just said by your definition it had a hole in it. I don't know what else. It to, did by my by your definition, definition it had all a right. hole. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Every pumpkin there had a hole. And they were all off the mine, uh, like you said earlier. Like yeah, it's which like is weird. some like it's like that guy who runs up through the town putting kids to sleep. This guy's running through pumpkin patches, kicking them off their little vine. Like <laughs> who, you know what I mean? Who puts kids to sleep? Rip Van Winkle. No, Rip Van Winkle, he puts himself to sleep. No, he, he runs through the town. Incorrect, madam. Upstairs, no. downstairs, in his nightgown. Rip yes. Van Winkle? Rip Van Winkle was the guy that fell asleep. And rapping slept. on the windows. Something else oh, that okay. rhymes. I'm not familiar with that, <laughs> that, that particular um, child's The poem. Sandman. There's a lot of men Mr. running Sandman. down the streets, like, doing stuff in, in the night dream. that I'm concerned about. Red flags. All right. <laughs> Sam? Why don't you tell our listeners what today's topic is? <clears throat> Let me collect my thoughts. Okay. So, the other day, which was Wednesday, <laughs> nobody appreciates that joke anymore. Um, we were talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. And, you know, the kind of Tim Burton, oh, unfortunately, saying some racist things. You know, it's a spectrum. You know, we all have those people who are a little bit racist. Does that mean we just throw them out altogether? Probably not. That's a lot of uncles lost at Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? It's a wee but, bit racist. So then I was looking into, as we talked about Oogie Boogie and how he was the only black man cast, the actor who played his voice. And it wasn't even Tim Burton who wanted him. So then it's like, all right, that's a little better. I found out, you know, Danny Elfman, who I love. Who sounds like all his sound, his music sounds the same to me. 
well. I mean, it makes sense. But the, I mean, Tim the, Burton. You could pick his. You could pick a Tim Burton song, or not Tim Burton, an Elfman song, mm-hmm. out of the lineup easily. But you would say that about all of them. I can pick John Williams out uh, of you sure. know. Or what's his name? The guy who did Pirates. I mean, if I remember his name. Brockheimer. Jerry Brockheimer. No, that's the director. Anyway. Zemeckis? There's like. No, that's also. Or Alan Menken. You know what I mean? Your favorite Disney princesses. Anyway. Or Queen. Everybody has their, or every artist has their sound or their look or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it does get to a point, and I know what you're saying, where it's like. And Tim Burton kind of, like, I really liked his stuff with, you know, because Edward Scissorhands, you could tell it's his style, but it's not like, like, um, that movie that the, he just, he did not too long ago about the book that the I Peculiar like. Children? Yeah. Like that. And like, basically ever since his stuff has been very digital, it seems like it all looks and has the same exact, it's just so the same I. You know, whereas mm. before it was like Batman, whatever, Batman something. Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah, and then like Edward Scissorhands, like he could do different things, you know, but... Speaking of which... Yeah. Did, I found out a fun fact um, today, I would say. Do you know who was originally up to cast for, for to play Catwoman in Batman Returns? I feel like I've heard this before, but no. Famous singer from the 80s. Oh. Whitney Houston? Madonna. Madonna? And she turned it down. Yeah, Madonna. All right. Who was it in the show back in the day? Was that like somebody? Michelle Pfeiffer was the... No, in the show. There were several Catwomen who played but the show. All right. One so, was the one who, you, who... That one lady... Uh, but what Eartha Kitt, what's she from? Yeah, that. Oh, okay. She played Catwoman. Yeah, so I always pictured Catwoman as black. That makes sense, but so it, uh, yeah. I mean, in from like media and stuff. I always wondered, like, it was interesting that they changed the, uh, the who Catwoman was from. Like, they didn't care. There was like two people who played Joker, which is I thought was weird too uh-huh. in the Adam West. But there was like three or four people that can't play uh, actresses mm-hmm. who played Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyways, that's all. Fun fact. It's Tim Michelle Pfeiffer. Anyway, in. Oogie Boogie and all that. Um, so I started looking into, you know, the boogeyman. So exciting. that's kind of what we're talking about today. And, you know, because <clears throat> I talked about how, because I had read in a lot of articles, by a lot I mean too, um, that like the boogeyman, Tim Burton using Oogie Boogie, calling him that. Hiring a black man who sings about gumbo in his, like, here's where I'm at. Because, you know, we're talking about, oh, we're getting ready for our, let's do the podcast. And I'm like, oh, right. I'm like, I've been looking up gumbo recipes for the last hour and a half. I will get back on track. Like, that's where I went. Because this article is talking about how. And did you find any good ones? Yes. And I wish I liked seafood. You know, I'm trying to think, Key. is there an alternative to, like, shrimp that I could put in a gumbo? Because I cannot eat shrimp. Shrimp's so good. Shrimp's it's, so good. They're bugs. Good. They're sea bugs. And I can't do they're it. And they swim backwards. Delicious crustaceans get in my mouth and, to, and then in my belly. You have to take out their poop thing. And I just don't like it. You don't always have to take the poop out. What does that mean? 
anyway. So I yeah so so they said that as a negative in the article that Oogie Boogie is played by this black actor. He has he's wearing a pointed you know kind of like hood thing, and um, he is like making references to gumbo. So it's like this very like it's very stereotypical and like, and then they talked about how gumbo was used as like a negative, like to say something negative about about black people and their culture. And I was like. How is gumbo? gumbo negative? Yeah, like in it's my delicious. lifetime, gumbo has never been. But you know, that's just been our lifetime. You know, my grandma makes gumbo. I was never. I've never liked seafood and or spicy food. So gumbo's kind of out for me. But I'm mm. trying to find. You, you, like you can make gumbo without shrimp. I thought. I, th- I think I've I had mean, it. there's different seafood, but shrimp is a lot. I mean, I'm not a huge. I like normal, like fish, normal fish too, not weird fish. You know. Like the weirdest fish I'll eat is catfish, you know, and that's what about sturgeon. That's fine. That's shock. No, oh my gosh, Octopus. that's illegal, babe. Come on. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's where a lot of. So then I started thinking about the like okay oogie boogie like the boogeyman and I started doing research into that, and it's one of those times where I've been I have found it hard to the boogeyman comes from just like werewolves as you would imagine it's a tale as old as time that spans across the world you know because every grown person wants their little kids slash shits to go the fuck to sleep at night it's true no i said kids slash shits because some are ours are amazing little angels but some people have to terrible little kids you know what i'm saying they don't mean to be i don't think they call them little shits though but everyone else does but you know who i'm talking about i actually don't know who you're talking about it's your friend's kids it is someone's some friends it's your friends it's always someone's friends right it's never yours Yours no my kids are angels right it's your friend's kids sure and you love them but damn you know anyway so everyone wants them to go to sleep and so they create the boogeyman. So the boogeyman, everything that I have found <laughs> is like there's ultra like Scottish roots. Like back in the 1500s, you can see people talking about like the boogeyman. And you, it's kind of like spelled how it would be spelled today. But how is then, it spelled today? Well, some people do B-O-O, like boogeyman. Some B-O-G-E, you know. Bogey. Some like um bogeyman like the, yeah so it basically because it's all like a but lot no of i's different, right yeah it's boogie b-o-o-g-i-e some b-o-g-e-y uh-huh other both are accepted yes one's not because a because they're all huh <laughs> neither is a burger okay a i don't know what you want me to do with that <laughs> that's etymology i'd have to look up when that word came. anyway um so no they're you got me really off track. What were we talking you about? You were telling me oh, how this is some genius idea that, that no, in order to get our, our kids to sleep. No, that the people had, they could put kids to sleep was to scare them to sleep, which I think is really weird. Well, yeah, it's not a genius idea. It's parents at their wit's end. If you don't go to sleep, yeah. there will be a creature that will come and it will drag you to the eternal sleep. 
Now, now you can't see us saying something like that, but when you take your family out on a weekend, like hanging to watch like your what? local witch or whatever be burned, or your oh. your regular like queen or whatever be decapitated, that was just it was a different life for them. So you can imagine when people lived until forty that life was hard, and they were like, "Look, if you don't go to sleep." Some shit's going to happen and you're going to get eaten by this guy. He's a boogeyman. He's like shadowy or whatever your darkest fears are. That's him. You know, so it's very, you know, a lot of people have the boogeyman. So I was like, and I was trying, it was hard to find exact references of the word boogeyman being racist, which is a really good break, I got to say, you know, where I'm going to have to, where I'm digging for racism and the actual boogeyman the term like is very has not really racist i'm gonna be that i have found now there's the term jigaboo which oh geez louise no right i'm sorry should i have said something about that before no just that they they freak me out Oh, okay. So, yeah. And there was this show that we watched that has... I think I mentioned it before. What was it? I always forget the name of uh, it. Lovecraft Love Country. Lovecraft Country. Which we did a, a, an episode on. Yeah. And so they had... Yeah. And so there was the Jigaboo. And I, like, when I watched that episode, I'm like, oof. You know, like, that's one of the terms that, you know, like, if you grow up black, you know. Interesting. You know, like... There's just different terms like or like mulatto. If somebody ever called you that, mulatto. Exactly. But like if you grow up like me, you know what I that means or whatever. Okay. So that was one of those like, oh, I hate that term or like, oh, jack rabbit. That's another one. So like, but it's not. I don't think it's common knowledge. And then there was this news anchor who got in trouble for calling somebody and I can't remember some I can't remember if it was somebody interviewed but a black person a jigaboo and that was a term that they a slur that they used back in the day you know is jigaboo what is a jigaboo it's they think that uh it was just it was a slur for black people was like that stereotype of a black man being so it's not a monster uh jigaboo no I mean it was just like you're saying, you know how they called them, um, like ghosts and stuff like that it was kind of like, a th- or spooks, you know, like because their skin is black, their eyeballs are white. They like, it was just kind of a a thing to a trope. What like is it? Black... What, I'm trying to put my mind into a white person from the, before the 1900s. I don't know why you would do that? Like someone who, you know, grew up. With like you know like slaves and stuff like that and like you have these people who are slaves, I guess you don't count them as people, but then you're so but you're also scared of them and think they're magical, you know, mm-hmm. and that they're ghosts or something else. But spooks. You, spooks and but you're 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 you believe that, but at the same time you also believe, you know what, I, irregardless of regardless, <laughs> you, you're like well I still have to have I have to have these these. These, you know, uh, boogeyman people. I ha- I have to have to do chores because me and that. You're like, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, so I'm now living in a. You're now living in a fantasy world where, like, you know, like the evil like person who lives in the castle has a, his goblins do all his work. The Goblin King from like, you know, yeah. I just made you know the guy from Labyrinth a racist, but not you know. Just is that, that kind of, yeah. You know, it's not the fault, but the uh, fact the concept that there's like there's their minions are like. 
people that they don't want to trust and like it's just cr- it's weird the goblin king isn't he also from um that book with all the towers and the kings and the, the elves hobbit. there it is yeah there's a go- there is a goblin king in the hobbit as well yes he's kind of the same but there's i can't remember the name of the goblin king in the labyrinth but played by david, david Bowie. Bowie, yeah. mm-hmm. dance magic dance you know what i'm saying I but do. that's just a, i'm just saying like painting that picture of like like that that you the people you are surrounding yourself with you're scared of and you're also ah. like, there's that like that consternation of like you feel that they're beneath you but at the same time you're really afraid that they if that they're overwhelming you like you know what i'm saying like what is what there's got to be a weird like like you know what i'm saying yeah but it, it kind of makes sense if you think about it like in an animal term which unfortunately so if they're like dogs or something like you're or trying to like picture. yeah they're or like you know because they're seen as heathens or or whatever has been you know um savages like just with people that's how it always is when you marginalize one race because you're you're afraid but you're trying to you know like put them down and like um yeah it's like an animal you're like we we have bulls or whatever people domesticate them but they're an animal and they can kill you you know, so like there's always like a fear. So I always kind of thought of it like that, like slaves, black slaves, well, obviously, you know, like there's that, that, the, what you're talking about, that mystery around them. Like they think that they're like doing some they're sort weird of spirit, yeah, in the, like in the back. witchcraft or something. Right. They're, you know, but then they're also super Christian. What? Well, a good chunk of them are super Christian because they're all raised by Christian, but oh. in, in the, yeah, yeah. That whole interesting economy of talking about anti of, of set my people free, but somehow missed that whole point when it came to slavery. Um, hmm. But wow. it missed the bus as you do. But um, yeah, no, like I think like it, it, it's that like uh, you know when you whenever I watch like you know any kind of like movie that, that depicts slavery in it, and there's always this like scene where they're, like they're like mocking them or or saying something. I'm like. Dude, you, you, what are you doing? You want you? They're slaves. Like you're already like. What are you? What's the? You know why? Why? I don't. Know. But you're right. Like, Probably it's, it's because, because they could turn around and, you know, stop that from yeah. happening. Okay. So I went and on this tangent way too long. I'm sorry. And I want to say the the most Halloween thing about what we're talking about right now is this spooky season candle, Uh-oh. which is. Great. And We've lost it her. Smells so good. Can you can you smell it, audience it's members? Orange. I think you see it, audience members. And it's. What is it? Creamy, sweet, and soft. I don't what know. Is it? What how is it? What is it? A candle title? smell can be soft. Spooky season, which we've talked about. I had just found out this year that that's what this was called. Spooky season. I call it Halloween season, like a grown adult. Who who calls it spooky season? Remember, there was a whole. We talked about this before. The whole and there was a whole. Um, thing on John Oliver. Uh, Oliver. John Oliver. 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 <laughs> anyway. See you do that. Do you think that makes you friends? What? You always notice when people say something wrong. What, no, I like, liked you know it. I wasn't making sp- fun of you. No, I thought it was fun. That's how it is in our life. Oliver. Gener- like at, at least, least I said it saw. first that time so it could kind of like stave off some of the humiliation. Yeah, but that you save like off has been that. thrown away now that we're focusing on it for longer you know than why? three seconds. Because I'm calling it out and calling you out. I'm calling you out. You do that all the time. But here's the thing. You make mistakes all the time. You know what I do? Me? I'm a lady. I don't know if I do. I'm gracious. 
anxious. And I say, you know, people make mistakes. I'll let that one go. Because I'm going to look really weird if I point out his grammar all the time or what he said wrong. But not you. You're like, no, I feel like it's fine. I'm going to point it out. And then I'm going to say things wrong all the time. Grandma, eh? Tell me more about the boogeyman. That's all. I mean, you know, Jigaboo Jigaboo is, you know, racist. Has a racist history. So they were considered the boogeyman. I mean, it no. Oh. I mean, it was a it was a slur that you would just like a spook, like I said. Okay. Um, no, no, like monster that people told of. You know, the jigaboo are gonna come get you, or that they're those mm. twins. If that's what you're thinking. The twins. From that show we watched. We've been over this. And I already forgot. Uh, Lovecraft Country, babe. Oh, the twins from Love with twins. That was oh the, yes, yeah, that is. scared me so much. That that was the Jigaboo episode. Yes, that episode is by far the I mean, the most haunting thing I've seen in probably five years. Five years isn't that long. Okay, ten years. Ten years. Wow. Well, was the Conjuring in the ten years? Ten. Uh, yeah. It yes. Was. No, that's still. This still. I don't. I it the. the the, the the how they portrayed in that episode it is haunting and creepy. It's something that's following you, and, the, and no one else can see, and they're haunting you. And, it's just, and they make you get your arm cut off. Spoiler alert! Oh, I don't even. I don't know that the the most haunting part is just you is the little girls seeing them come, and no one being able to help her. Hey, a side note. Horrible. This week I forgot to tell you at preschool, um, this little boy was pretending to be a clown and I was like and he was like well he was making you know really it sounded like dinosaur noises everyone else was being different dinosaurs and he sounded like a pterodactyl fly picking out you know dinosaur noises and I said oh what are you and he says I'm a clown and he looks at me like I'm an idiot obviously I'm a clown my hands are in my pockets and I'm flapping my fake coat wings like a clown oh duh clowns do that sure and then I was like, oh, okay, you're a clown. What kind of clown? He's like, I live in the sewer. And I was like, oh, oh, that's what I'm like, uh, I know where this, you know, like I was, that's why I asked him. I was like, where, you know, I was yeah, float down Now this yeah. boy is like four years old. He's like, I live in the sewer. I'm like, all right. My Ninja Turtles live in the sewer. Not good, not good. And then he's like. And I rip off people's arms. He did not say that. Yes, he did. Get out of here. He, no. Oh, no. Right. Well, also made me feel kind of good because it's something like one of ours would say, but a little ours bit frightening Ours would never say that because well. they, they don't have never seen it, nor will they see it. No, but never. Atticus today was, or the other day, was talking about when he told Miss Jen he wanted to be a headless horseman for Halloween, which we're still working out. He said, he's like, and then he, he got his head cut off. And I was like, oh, and I'm an aide in, in this classroom trying to like, you know, I don't want to, it's his classroom. I'm not trying to be the mom. He has his own teacher, but he's talking about his head getting cut off in front of all the other kids. And I'm like wanting to be like, we don't talk about that at school. And his teacher's oh, yeah. like, oh my gosh, really? Then what happened? And I'm like, oh, all right. Okay, I'm just going to stand over here and just like sweat. And then he cut his leg off. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. I'm like, 
really? All right. But I would have. And then he cut his arm off. I was like, okay. This is, he's just taking advantage. He, he loves, the, he loves the, when, whenever he pulls his arms into his shirt. He's like, oh, I've cut my arms off. I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, I, and he didn't, he's not like, he's seen things, you no, know. he's but never they seen can, He's seen, he has seen, what is it, the Legends of Ichabod Crane or? Yeah, but is it, no, there were no arms, legs, arms or legs, be, just heads. Just heads. I forget who's the um. What's that guy's name who was from, uh, Gonzaga? That's a big singer, and he was he did the voice in that one. That oh gosh, you know the guys like in like White Christmas and all those things we talk about all the time. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. You went to Gonzaga. Yes. In Washington. Correct. Why? That's where he graduated. Is he Catholic? See, Senora. That makes sense, I guess. But, like back in the like. Back in the day, yeah, it was. It was back in the day. It's Bing Crosby. Like back in the Frank Sinatra kind of like. Mm-hmm. People getting eaten by sharks and stuff. What? And, or like back in the like people disappear. They lost me on the sh- They what? sleep with the fishes and all that. Oh yeah, yes. Like what's that name? The they shark, sleep with the-, the Mac the Knife song. And the Mac the Knife, mm-hmm. but I'm back in town. Yeah, well, you kind of skipped over the whole murder, but yeah. Sure. You know, I don't know if I am as familiar with that song as you are. You just listen to the lyrics and you will be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Go enjoy that. All right. I am as far beyond mutants as they are. So for this week in geek, uh, I um, thought of based off the topic you brought up, the Boogeyman and 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 Jack the Knife's the Sandman and all that stuff. Mm. I thought we talked about the Sandman, which is a famous graphic novel from um, DC slash Vertigo. Uh, a reason I bring it up is because it's recently gotten popular in other avenues of culture. Um, Another, 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 other mediums are being explored. All right. Sorry. Other avenues of culture. Yeah, that sounds like really that. good. I'm gonna Thank put you. that on my resume or something. You, you, that one's yours. That one's a freebie. Um, gulp. Uh, so it has uh started in like twenty. It must have been twenty nineteen. So before, before COVID, they had um the first Audible has a radio show. Based off the first book and a half of the Sandman, um, I've been listening to that now, and it's oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, you said you were reading, reading. I am a book. Yeah, I've That's read the that. book. Whoa, whoa! You said that this book you were listening to is like eleven hours long or something. Yeah, you meant comic book. Uh, I meant. Uh, classic literature book of the salmon by Neil Gaiman. Yes. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? It's fantastic. Me? You came at me with, I'm listening to an audio book. It is an audio book. It's an audible. It's over as an audio book. Okay. <laughs> that is, I thought you were listening to, I'm like, oh, mice and men or something. No. I will be I'm listening co- to other stuff later. Like, I hope to be listening to Dune and stuff soon, but this one's really good oh, because. Oh, Dune. You're so going to set, set your sights on Dune. I'm glad you have goals. What's wrong with Dune? I mean. <laughs> you mean what? I said of mice and men and you came at me with Dune. 
Do you see what I'm saying? No. You should be thankful that you have me. I don't understand no where you're going. Sorry. I I do uh, take sorry. offense. I offense taken. <laughs> okay. Offense granted, cause damn. <laughs> First of all, I wanted to make a distinction. It's it is unaudible, but it's not. I want to classify it as an audio book. It's, it is no. like a radio show, and it's in that it's like it's a radio drama. They get they get different people to do different characters and all that stuff. It's really cool. So like a podcast. No, not like a podcast. No. Although there are podcasts that are like radio shows that mm. you can get mm-hmm. where they do tell stories and they have actors and sound effects yeah, and music po- and drama. Yeah. But an, aud- an audio book is like just someone right, reading the book. That's not an audio book. That's a comic book. No, this is this is not, this is a this is a graphic it's novel. It's an audio graphic novel. Then. <laughs> Here's the best part. Uh, up front, like I've only read the first volume, which is called Preludes and Nocturnes. Um, that's because the only one I have, but I'm gonna read the rest of it. Uh, but but the audio, the audible is only based off the first book and I think maybe a little bit of the second book. Uh, I bring that up because there's also going to be a Netflix show coming out. They showed a trailer of that, um, and I'm not sure how that's going to translate into a show. It's the book itself. The premise I think you'll like it, and it's why it's kind of the boogeyman. Is that this? Uh, we can, we can, I was gonna say clan. That's not right. This cult oh. mm-hmm. is uh, they're trying to capture death and make him do his bidding and stuff like that. You know, seems dangerous. So they do this magic spell mm-hmm. and they try to grab death. And instead of grabbing death, they actually catch dream. Or oh okay oh so, yeah 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 you've told me about this yeah you listened to some of it actually ah that's what it was yeah so and I've tried to listen to it several times and just never hooked. Cause I'm mm-hmm. because th- this is my commitment to like it's eleven hours long. Well, I got eleven hours, but like I've just slowly been you know chipping away at it, and it's getting it's good. It's really good. Um, but and that's having actually I've read the book too. So it's I think it actually helps to read the the comic book first because mm-hmm. uh, there's just so much visually like you're yeah. like yeah. <clears throat> I listened to that without reading that and. That the only reason I didn't keep listening to it is because I felt like I needed to be like wide awake, no distractions, listening. Yes. Like I can't miss yes. anything because every, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of it's like you're watching a movie in your ears, and it's you exactly have to keep track like. of all the characters. And it was just a lot to like. You know, I think if I had read that first and then listened to that, makes sense. I and this is tough because, like I said, I only read the first book volume. And so I don't know if it gets w- any edgier than what I read, but the stuff in it's still edgy. Like what stuff, do you mean, edgy? Like stuff that's so horrifying that it's it's. I was not looking forward to listening to it in in the. Oh. And I did, and it is it, it it's it's bad. Ooh. There's, I mean, the, I mean, the, 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 I don't want to shoot you away from it because the rest, the majority of it's really good. It just is a scene in there that's very graphic, because someone. Is it about kids? Is it about kids? No, it's about. There's one. It's like a. I mean, what a young adult you're talking about. No. What's so bad about it then? Basically, at one point, because they capture Dream, he and they 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 take three of his treasures or tools, and he's trying to get one of the tools back. One is, is this Dream Gem, uh, and and some evil character takes it, and it's like, what would happen if if an evil person? Oh. How is that, that peanut brew? Like, <laughs> sneakily s- pulling out of the bag. Was it great? I can't wait to hear how it sounds as it crunches and munches through your teeth. Okay? Now, back to the Sandman, who's supposed to put you to sleep. 
but you can't because all you hear is Listen, it's not my fault. Costco has good peanut brittle bites. What is the name of it? Edward Mark Chocolatier Peanut Brittle Bites. Delicious. They're really good. Unfortunately, they're 120 calories per serving. If you're going to ask me what the serving size is, it's two pieces. And the next question is, those are small pieces. And an actual serving size for a grown adult woman, according to me, is about eight pieces. So what's the math on that? 120 times six? No, times per two. So by three. You multiply that by three, right? Not by six. By three. Yeah. Um, or four, if it's or if it depends. You're right. If you keep going, keep it up. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, they're delicious. I know I'm not a huge uh, peanut brittle fan, but they're Which pretty is good. Weird. But you, you can really hear her <laughs> just chip away at those delicious bites. <laughs> I tried to wait. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you the horrifying thing. While you while you have something in your mouth, it's gonna make you gag. It's gonna be great. Okay, so uh, it, imagine like the worst. Like, here's this uh, object of immense power, and it falls in the hands of the, the worst person ever. Like, oh, yeah, well, that's basically, you know, that's, that's um, what is Thanos from, like, you That's know. what I was thinking. Yeah. You're like, okay, sure. And, that, and what he did was bad, sure. But that's what Neil Gaiman does is take, like, you're like the, sure, but that's, like, this is someone who is, was sadistic and messed up to begin with. This is someone who escapes Arkham Asylum. I like how you're holding it. it yeah, well, in case you're wondering why that sounds familiar... It's in DC. They pull a lot of DC characters from the books and are in here as well, like John Constantine. I know why. Arkham Sound doesn't sound familiar. Don't paint me like that. All right? No, it was more to the audience. All right, because everyone knows. Well, not everyone knows. You know. Not everyone knows. Not everyone's a big geek chewing down on crunchings and munchings with no artificial flavors. Family owned. <laughs> Family owned and produced. Um, and then it makes you wonder, Edward Mark, what did you, like, what in your life made you to, like, brought you to that crossroads in life where you're like, accounting or chocolatier, you know? Like, I'm feeling hesitant about my art degree, and he's going to be like, no, chocolate. Yeah, that seems stable. Hmm. You know? Go with it. Go with it. Go with your gut. Better yet, stick this in your gut. This is delicious. No artificial <laughs> flavors. Um, there's a character called, I think, Dr. Death or something. I'm not really familiar with him if he's in other comic books, but it's just whatever. Dr. D is he's referred to, and he's and he, he gets this object of unimaginable power in one of the chapters, and he's, he's in his diner, and basically for 24 hours, he tortures everyone in this diner through, the, through dreams and making dreams a reality because he can't because he has stolen... <clears throat> This gem from so, a dream. but like, their teeth aren't actually ripped out, or their fingers no, aren't they actually. are. They are, like you won't, you would not like it. They are. Like in the first hour, you said it was a dream, but he makes it a reality. He's warped dream and reality, oh, and he's doing no, it to these people. I can't. You said about the teeth and the fingers that happens. I don't know about the teeth, but fingers, yes. Oh, out. I'm so glad you reviewed this. It's like, I can't. Nope. It's well, never. Well, if there's a show about, it, I'm never. I'm now not watching it. I don't know. I. I honestly, if I'm assuming it's gonna be episodic through Netflix, <clears throat> I can't. The episode that 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 particular chapter's on, I they have to put a warning on because it's it's or they have to like, I don't know how you predict do what that. What are you with, talking about? 
Have you not seen the TV that's on right now? On Netflix? They're going to be all right. They're, I know, they're but, excited no, it's about like, it. Like the, that's what I'm saying, but the, the rest of the book is not like that. There's not a lot of fingers getting chopped off. And that's great. So it's just this and, one In thing. my favorite books, no fingers get chopped <laughs> off. There was and this, it's really easy. Actually, in every book I've read, no fingers have gotten chopped off. And there are a lot of people in those books, and there are 10 fingers per person, and none of them have gotten chopped I just realized off. me sharing more about this chapter is not going to sell you on it at all. But... I'm already not watching this. <laughs> this has actually uh, been helpful it's about really this good, podcast, though. is that I've learned things from you when you've read some sort of comic book that mark that in my mind as we're not watching that one. It's but it's the, it's the boogeyman, into... salmon. I think... Uh, I'm, you know Neil Gaiman's other works more than I think I I like him, yes. Uh, but this is like, I mean, this is my first introduction to him. And he does like, there's, he's very illustrative in his words and in the characters and stuff. The art when I was looking at it was not something that I was, would have been into at the time. It's very not, I mean, um, there's no superheroes and big flexing muscles <clears throat> and stuff like that. Whoa. Oh, um, you only like... You're, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it was men in tight at the to- like when flexing. I was like in middle school... Ooh. So be careful where you're flipping. You're mm. getting closer to the bad stuff. Well, uh, this art style, oh, I don't so know. So there are different artists in that book. Uh, one's Sam Keith. Is the, the first couple of chapters. He, I know him from, he actually did like, um, he did the Max on Image Comics, but he also did like, um, he did a couple Wolverine and Marvel stuff. He's a very unique artist. And I, the, but You said this is different artists? There are different artists in that book. The beginning, if you look at the art at the beginning, uh-huh. it's different from the stuff towards the end. Okay. Um, and like I said, I wish I could give you a better idea of what wow. overall how it is, but there's like, like so eight to nine draw, Are you in, Are you drawn to the words? You're drawn to the story. The this. story draws you in because the art like, itself is not it's not traditional. That's like yeah, That's hard. That's hard art. And that's like, you know. There, but, is it bad art? No. It's very stylized. No, it's, it was very like independent for the time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's what it was. Like, it's just a lot. Can I, what I can't now think about this. Some at one point these were single issues, and people were buying. With someone who was out there buying them week, or month to month, of just of just that. Like I don't know how you. What do you even, mean someone? Like. Oh, you mean like someone, a lot of people? Like it's. I think it's a hard sale. Like now, but maybe it's not. But like, to be back in the day when everything was like, this came out. I want to say in the nineties, mm-hmm. when. Everything uh, was yeah. like high art. It was art over story in the nineties, and mm-hmm. so for them to do story over art, not that the art was bad. I don't think. No, to I think clear, they just liked that kind of art. Yeah, it was a different style of art. It's very Andy Warholy. It's very know? cool. Yeah, um, and con- the concepts are very cool. The concept that Dream is a entity that exists, mm-hmm. and his sister is Death. Um, it was like a little, like a young teenage girl. It's just really mm-hmm. like. So the man is a dream, and the woman is Death. She's she's the only sister in that one. There's other characters Uh-oh. in it. Well, because no one pictured death. Everyone pictures death as a Grim Reaper. In Yikes! And she's just like. And so they made it better. They made. Well, he took the, the concept of like Reaper you know. Another thing, it's it's a uh, thing out of the box. Like it's like a, a young teenage girl is death is not someone you think of as being death. But, anywho, um, mm-hmm. if you want to check out the graph, I would recommend reading the graphic novel first. But if not, uh, it the first. Act of Sandman is free on Audible right now. You come check it out. And here's what's fun. I and I'll have you listen to it later. But the narrator for the whole like I just found out like today. Mm-hmm. But the whole time I thought it was Paul Bettany was narrating it. No. You know Paul Bettany who played no. the Vision? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Jarvis. Mm-hmm. It's not. 
it's Neil Gaiman. He sounds just like. Mm, interesting. So yeah, and it's got a full cast. Um, what's that guy's name that you like? Mm. Who played Professor X? Uh, young Patrick Professor, Stewart. No, oh, young Professor James X. McAvoy. He plays Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she does a really good job job behind his voice. There's tons of voice talent in it. Like for the for that, I think it's a big stuff. It's really cool. Uh, the audiobook. The, yeah. Or the audio. Comic the audible book. thing. Yeah. The audio comic. Yeah. The audio graphic novel. It's just on Audible. It's the like audio a, a radio gra- show. The audio graphic novel. Well, I, I got you radio shows. Do you, have you ever listened to old radio shows from like the 50s and stuff? Like, um, oh, all the time. What's that? Uh, yeah, I, I, every weekend. Get out of here. Stop. No, I get my little Annie Orphan Annie ring and we Stop. decode a message. You're being the worst. Are you being sarcastic? No, I loved those weekly radio shows. Now you're definitely... D- d- are you... Then I'd go out and make the butter. Oh, jeez. And it took a long time, but... It was meaningful work. There was a lot of horror. Um, what's the stuff that my dad had? But I used to listen to those as a kid. They had them on cassette at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like these horrible, like, nice Halloween style things. And they really creep you out. And then you'd go upstairs to the loft to sleep on your hay bed. No, I wouldn't. Your brother would... got stuck down a well. <laughs> and your dog had to leave. What you. are you on right now? I'm just saying, like, what do you mean the radio shows you used to listen to? Oh, yeah, cause, well, they were they were like, well, we didn't listen to them on the radio. We listened, the people did, but they were recorded radio did. shows you know, on cassette or CD for you because you're you're young or whatever. <laughs> no, nobody listened to. <laughs> They're really good. I, I can't the remember radio the radio shows. On CD, <laughs> I'm sure they do. Like the people who listen to audiobooks oh, and stuff, like they're really good. The ones who are getting, they're oh, calling. Man, what's it called? In lights, lights out. That was my favorite. Was lights out, everyone. I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark. This is slash didn't because that show was too scary for the, me. There was one about worms that were eating through the, the 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 floor and they would come out of the ground and go through the house and eat people's bodies and stuff like that. And it's all told like through radio, like mm-hmm. you know, ah, it's great. Oh, so good. That's all. Halloween movie madness. <laughs> so for this week's movie madness, what are we going to talk about? The series that we've been watching. Alien slash aliens. Mm. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the kickoff. The first one, Alien. It's doing my Ridley Scott. It's a, the classic uh, beginning of a horror genre in space. Tagline, in space no one can hear you scream. <clears throat> Good tagline. <laughs> yeah. Solid tagline. So I think pretty much we've all seen Alien Aliens, no? No, we haven't all. All right. You give I us first a... saw it when we were dating. Really? No. Yes. The first I alien? No. Yes. Well, you never no, seen I alien? never saw it before, but I'm wondering that wasn't the first time that I just saw it recently. Aliens? Cuz I remember when we were dating, we saw Aliens because you said it was better than the first one. It is. Well, I like it better than the first one. The first one's really good. They're different movies. But I must have Yeah, I saw it when we were dating just once. And so this was my second time. Mm. Standouts are you know, the the android from The Fifth Element, which was one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, so the guy I, was the, from The Fifth Element. The actor, yeah. yeah. And? 
And he, the Hobbit. He Bilbo well, Baggins. Lord of the Rings. He's in both, right? He's in both. Yeah. Wow. You know, really, he's just living off of those movies alone. And it's all you do need to live off of. Great movies. Very classic movies. He's just hitting them in one in each generation. He's, well, he's a British actor. You know how it is. There's like five of them. They all did, that's all they have. It's five actors. And they just do everything. Yeah. So. So Alien is just. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's what, as a child, I, and this is why I think as a child I like Aliens and more. Yikes. Still. Like, yikes what? When you say as a child. Yeah, I must have watched them both. Do you know how sad that is? As a child, let me reminisce on my time watching Alien and Aliens as a child. Loved it. Uh, I liked Aliens because naturally there was more than one alien. So I thought, oh, what's better than one alien? A bunch of aliens. So I think there are less. And and there are less kind of the difference between the two movies. One is a very strict, I mean, it's a very singular horror film about a, a, a monster that's coming after the whole crew. Whereas the second one is like, it's action horror and it's definitely a lot of action in it and horror so like it's like let's just have a bunch of monsters then we have to have guns going off all the time so as a kid I like the guns ones so I was drawn to more of that anyways but having and there are two different directors one really Scott doing the first one and James Cameron doing the second one mm. so there's definitely different takes but mm-hmm. I I do have a as an adult I have a better appreciation for the first one now mm. I think um you know, eight, for, for its time, like just the visually, it looked great, stuff like that. I mean, there's things like we talked about, like you just have to give in to the world of of alien aliens with like technology wise and like it's supposed to be like almost two hundred years in our future. You, mean you have to give in because you're really upset about the dot matrix printer. I want so, so okay, yeah, and that's the only thing really holding you. The back. first one didn't. Here's why the first movie. Didn't have any dot matrix printers. Which was in 1979, right? For reference. 78 or 79. 78 or 9, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, anyways. But yeah, I think the first one it, it is a very solid movie in itself in, in that it is very hor- horrific. And like, what I think it accomplishes is that um, you're still scared. Like, you're still kind of rooting for the the main character you you don't want them to get killed you don't want um, Ripley to get you know she you want her to survive and this whole time you're buying it and so much so that you you forget like oh wait this isn't outer space this isn't real there's no aliens oh you know what I'm saying no. like it it pushes it pushes it the they use the same horror tropes and like um, are you gonna say suspense. Jurassic Park did no I mean what? it uses classic suspense stuff and like it does such a good job at that that often you forget like it that it's in space and it's in, a, it's in a future like it's very it's an almost unrelatable horror situation but somehow they make it very relatable is what I'm saying oh I like alien slash aliens because it's not relatable because aliens aren't real and I mean alright maybe space slugs but you know what I'm saying and so no I don't ever feel like I'd be in that situation first of all if the earth is gonna die I'm gonna die with it here on earth I'm not gonna go to Mars or some shit to live I'd rather die and um, second of all you know like I mean what do you mean no what do you know no I forgot what I was talking about (laughs) but I said I mean (laughs) so you know I mean I liked the second, or the, okay, 
I get what you're saying about the, like, as an adult, even though I've only watched them as adults, but I don't really remember the, I think you were like, oh, the second one's better. I'm like, all right, so we watched that, and it was good, but now we watched the first one, and then the second one, which the one we have, the second one, apparently, it's is a weird... It's a director's weird, cut for some Which reason. is throwing off the whole story that it I thought it. I knew, which makes me think I'm watching a whole new movie over, and I don't like the additions. They're making it worse for me. So, but I liked the first one because it didn't seem overacted. Like, the second one I felt like was a little bit 80s. Like sure. That lady yeah. with that that lady and how she well, walks, I know, can't get over it. Do you know why it's super eighties? Because it was the eighties. Because James was Cameron, super 80s. James Cameron created the eighties for us. He like created that. the eighties. Like that's when we. Th- there's so many things that like action movies and stuff. I thought Molly Ringwald and all the like. They tried. Know, all they that. tried. They did the best with their breakfast John and the Hughes clubs and all that. James Cameron, I would say Titanic. That's the only other thing. I've... That's because you, you're because because you're born in eighty five. Mm-hmm. But I'm for the rest of young. us, I'm quite young. You know what I'm saying? Like, action movies. Ha- James Cameron was a big name in the '80s. There's a lot of stuff that he did, like Terminators and stuff like that. So, mm. um, so over the top. Not yes. over. Not over the top. No. I don't know. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger being a a robot from the future is not over the top at all. No. It's right on par with was smack dab in the '80s, man. Reality. Right, the eighties. When a when a time traveling robot comes back and he has a thick Austrian accent, <laughs> you wonder where did we go wrong? How did they pro- how did they program him to talk like this? <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. Um, yeah. I okay. Here's my question for you, uh, and this is I, mean, I like to go more into these movies because I love them so much. But um, just I want to nitpick a little bit about, and it's not it's, I'm not pointing out. Um, it, alien or aliens is guilty of this but it just it just we recently watched it but when I you would go never go to space is what i was trying to say i never go to space what are you talking about I would everyone never. wants to go to space i would Star never wars not for me i'd be on alderaan Our which is in, a, in it's another planet i'd be i'd be alderaan on a planet. died that's, yes that's they what blew I, it up right i'd so rather you'd be dead you'd rather mm-hmm. be blown up and be with the Lord. Then be on the Millennium Falcon with Chewie. Get out of here. You're and full of it. amongst all the stress. No, I don't know. You know, I get both sides of it. But no, I'm just saying I would never go to space with aliens. You know what I mean? Live, Star Wars is different. That's their home planet. Leia was born on Alderaan. Like that or whatever. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying. She was born on a moon space station with her <laughs> twin brother Luke. Who she kissed later. Another story she didn't for know a different it. podcast. But... Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm just saying I would never be up in space. But she was up in space. In her underwear. Twice. Oh, you're talking about Ripley? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Most of her, most of her life, you'd say she's been in space. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say in her underwear. Oh, yeah. That was like, <laughs> I, I, whenever I think, like, that made me think of, like, that's like, um, I don't even know, man. Uh, like, seeing that. It was such a weird thing seeing that as a kid. Like later, like actually, like as a teenager, when I watched them as a teenager, I was like, "Is that? Is that sexy?" I wasn't sure. <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I couldn't tell. Like I like, hope Sigourney Weaver doesn't listen to this podcast. No, not her. Being, Damn, it's not. It's just, I'm talking about the attire and the. the no, I know what like, you meant. I know what you meant. I was like, that is that is that what people thought was no, sexy? I, yeah. Well. 
okay. People, it's a different there, style. There was a thing about ter- sure. in Terminator. I think there was a similar scene with Jamie Lee Curtis, and I found myself. Jamie Lee concerned. Curtis is yeah. not in Terminator. <sighs> you are incorrect, Madame. True lies, Terminator. Whatever. Oh yeah, that, that like. scene also I think is weird too, which is also yeah. James Cameron. Okay, see, I thought she wasn't in Terminator though. No, but what's his name was in both. That's the, that's the Venn diagram. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger yes. yeah, yeah. So there was a scene like that that it was like that was just eighties. I think that's. You talking about when she does like a sexy dance thing? Jamie no. the Curtis. Oh, it's like she is getting herself. Off. Yeah, that's a sexy dance thing. She's alluring oh. her husband in, because she knows it's. Does she know it's him? She doesn't know it's him. He's planting the whole thing. He I don't know what you're talking about. In true lies. I saw that once 20 years ago. Oh, that's un- Not that's 20, whenever we started dating. That's a that? good movie, by the way. True 15 lies. years ago. It's a solid action flick. Um, but no, like, I, I was, what I was wanted to point out was like... Um, Sorry, I totally no. interrupted you. No, because we, we were talking about space and stuff, and so, you know, that being a the theme of aliens. The, every time I wear... T- TMI every time do people still say TMI you just did whenever I wear a tank top and underwear huh, you say you say something about like what I say Ripley or so it's brought up like it's made aware that there's a correlation sure so obviously there was something sure that I wish I hadn't said well you said it now it's forever on digital airwaves for all our friends and family to listen to okay um when I was Poke in front of an aliens. So she Ripley gets stuck and she's traveling. She's in this escape pod or whatever from the first movie. And somehow, for some reason, they can't. They, they, they. I love the fact that they accidentally found her. Do you know how big space is? You don't accidentally find anything. Oh, well, the guy said, um, from Mad About You, it was one in a thousand. One in, one in ten thousand, he said. That's not that high. And one in ten thousand. If it was one in ten thousand that you would win the lottery, you'd be buying tickets. Well, it you know, one in ten thousand in space. What's the guy's name again? So it's pretty calm. So it seems pretty. It's pretty likely you'll get rescued. We're going on this, uh, if you're in space per capita. Oh jeez. You know what I'm saying? Now you've you've you're you've used one, your per capita per you're capita. You're the one who said how big space was. It is, yeah. One in ten thousand. I thought that was a weird thing, like oh, like you just you one came upon her. One in a like million. Like there were scavengers just going. Like do you know how big space is? The scavenger. You know. You know how you find things? It's space. They call it space because there's nothing in it. It's literally space. Okay. But, this is the future where space no, is not space. Here's my here's here. Oh, here's what I want to talk about, and it's not just this movie, but it's pretty much every movie in my childhood. And I don't want. So these are not Disney movies. No, in Disney, well, I don't movies know. Movies where could things be. end happier. There's no like. No, no, I'm not talk, No, no. Here's what I want to talk about. Okay. It's just it's like sometimes obviously movies are made of a certain time period. Star Wars, the first one was made in the '70s. You can hear like the like the way Han Solo talks about stuff. You can kind of get like a little it's groovy man or kind of thing like whatever. Uh-huh. Hey kid, you know like whatever the. Yeah, that's. But anyways, in in Aliens. It's like it's supposed to be in the future, but it's even supposed to be even further in the future than Ripley, and so it's supposed to be futuristic to her. And they have dot matrix printers. Uh, what's that guy's name from Mad About You? I, Paul, Paul Reiser. And also, this is the this movie and this movie alone. Is his name Paul in the show Mad About no. You? Because I was all right. Maybe, probably. I don't know. It's your show. I didn't watch all the show. Mm. Uh, but he that this aliens made me not like him. Just like. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Mr. Doubtfire made me hate James Bond. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Yeah, like those because that's why that's why I first saw them. So and they both played. Uh, well, the Mr. Doubtfire is a little different from this one. In Aliens, Paul Reiser plays a obvious oh, bad spoiler guy. Spoiler alert! Well, he plays a jerk. We he haven't. Plays, I mean, has spoilers he, to who can, you've okay. seen the movie? Listen, I told you spoilers from nineteen eighty six. That was twelve years ago that I saw that movie once, and we just started watching again with my mom. But we have a weird. You know you we have a weird thing, and it's over. It's two and a half hours long. We've talked about. I don't. I don't watch movies that are two and a half hours. She didn't long. like Terminator Two because it was too long. So I had it was slow a, and boring. She said we had to take Terminator a break. Two. I was already suspicious of Paul Reiser the second because one. of his hair and because of just how he was Talks acting. Talks and moves like, too and stuff. Nice yeah, no, but like I'm not ruining. You've seen the movie, and I almost said to you, yeah, but I told you I forgot. I almost said he's a bad guy. Here's what I want to know. Does that just remind you he was a bad guy? Yeah, now I know he's a bad guy. Spoiler alert for me, just me. Does everybody die in that movie except Ripley again? Aliens and the girl. Tell me if every does everybody because I'm like, is this the same exact movie kind of except with just different hair and a dot matrix printer apparently? So, oh man, it's been a while. So at the end of Aliens, the people who survive are Ripley and her cat, the girl. Oh, aliens. Um, and I think the soldier. Which one? The guy who's also the lead male human character in Terminator. He's the only smart soldier guy that you like so far. Oh, all right. He was the big 80s, like, he was, you know. Oh, he was in other things. Yeah. He was in Terminator. Okay. You He's can, John I'm Connor's dad. I'm a lot dad. younger than you. I didn't watch Terminator. All Do right? you have eyeballs and an ability to watch <laughs> films in the past? Then yes. Your excuses are null and freaking void, okay? I didn't. I, I was around when, when, okay. when Terminator 2 came. Sure. Who, who, I'm not. First of all, you were. It was 1990. I but, was watching Little House on the Prairie and, and Dr. Quincy, medical examiner, and, and, with my mother. I was not watching Terminator and aliens at the age of six all right i was watching child's play at the age of three but that's because she did know it was a horror movie she, she said your mom claimed she did not know it was a horror film because there was a a child doll on, on, she on knew of course the child she was knew. the doll was holding a butcher knife right <laughs> but so elmo's held sharp objects before too i'm sure scissors sure Scissors! Is that how you get a picture of the cat? I'm Chucky! Hi! It's like a Mickey Mouse kind of takeover. Hoo-hoo! Hoo-hoo! I was, I was minding my own damn business today, scrolling the internet. Friends to as the As one end. does, and I see that son of a bitch's face pop up. Yeah. And he's like talking or something. Thank God my phone is mute and I don't have like... I was like, what is... You can't just put Chucky... You can't because he has a new show coming ads. out. ads... On the internet. That's how you advertise your show. What if children are on there? And also, what if 35-year-olds are on there? First of all, both of those are... But but, but, by 35, I mean 30-year-olds are on there, you know, just trying to live. And then they scroll past... What's his name? Chucky. Chucky. Ah. Way to say face on that whole 30-year-old. I almost almost... threw my phone away. I mean, not away. I mean, threw it. Through it, not away. Okay. Through it, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, no. Um, so here, my question. That's not right. I wanted to sue. Who? The internet? You're on it. You've opted in, okay? Um, we've all opted in. Um, 
so like looking back and like we the death of us watching aliens maybe just because it's more recent than i was watching is like the dot matrix printer the fact that paul reiser's he's in the future but the only way you could tell is that his color is up um <laughs> all of the clearly 80s haircuts the the here here let me show you a picture of your daughter who passed away and it's pixelated oh, like, oh. see because we didn't say that that was part of this this cut apparently there is a universe in where Ripley had a daughter that grew up without her. Which is really dumb. The whole I'm gonna say that was a horrible scene. There's a re- listen. Don't watch the director's cut. The director's cut sucks. Watch the original theatrical cut of Aliens. Done. But but part of the thing I was thinking about like, and you know the computers and stuff that they have and the technology they have in Aliens, like the boop, 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 and a big font and it's old, like old mm-hmm. school Apple II stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here, and Aliens. The as a as a movie series franchise has survived a long time. I mean, we're still getting them. We have Prometheus and Alien Covenant, all stuff, you know. But when they do that, they the compu- they have to make the computers look like they did back in the eighties. So here's my, I think it's not, it's one thing um, forgiving the fact that yeah, obviously the, the movies in the eighties you just you're just into it. It's the movie. Who cares? You you're, you're there for the, for all the things that make you love the movie in the first place. But what's interesting is when they start recre- – it's like the technology, the retro tech becomes part of that universe or world. So from – like for instance, like in Star Wars, those like cups and the blue milk and mm-hmm. like, like all that stuff. Those it's Tupperware like, cups, I felt like we had those. Yeah, because you know? you, you did because your family was from the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Like those are from the 70s. And, like we all did, well, you and I did because we had seventies. But, but like, that is so akin visually, and how the computers looked in Star Wars and how the computers look in Aliens, that when they make the more modern films, they keep that element in there. Um, they didn't do it in the prequels, and that's I think what really drew me out of the Star Wars. But when but in the J.J. Abrams stuff, they mm-hmm. they brought. I was like, oh look, they got the interesting. You know, they I did that. Thought thing. about that. I didn't even notice that. Because Prometheus was terrible. And I like what, Prometheus. Mm, it wasn't. It was fine. It wasn't anywhere. Okay, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't Aliens. Like, I'd rather just watch that. Minus this director's cut, because that's really killing my vibe. I enjoy pretty much all the Alien movies, with the exception of the third Alien movie. Which I don't I, know. And see, I didn't see. I don't think I saw that because if you I didn't told you, like I think I told, it, I told you to skip it. And if you tell me to skip a movie, that's just what the hell I'm gonna do. Here's why. Because at, at the end of Aliens, I told you who survived. Who survived? The, Ridley, the, war- the girl. Uh-huh, and the man. And the man. Mm-hmm. The beginning of Aliens 3. Uh, if you tell me the man dies, then you're ruining his life for me for the end of this. Don't do that. Only Ripley survives. <laughs> <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> I just told you not to do that. I was letting you know this movie, that movie sucked. It sucked. Then I don't count it. It had the dad from from, the, is it called Rock or the Rock TV show? I don't even remember that from old school like nineties. But I don't even know what you're saying. He was a guy that was like it was a sitcom I think, and he was he was like a garbage truck guy. He drove a garbage truck or something like that. Rock. No. Anyways. Anywho, yeah. So I like I there's a good I like overall I like I think the Alien series has done a really good job of maintaining. Like it's it's done it it hasn't lost quality overall where a lot of mm-hmm. series have in a production of multiple sequels. 
Yeah. You know, it didn't land before time. This bad boy, but um, like I like I think it, I think it, it's it landed better than Predator. Predator is I don't think any of the movies. I'll say past the second one are that great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. As a Halloween movie, how many candy corns do you give? Should you do the series or just Alien or Aliens? Do 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 two Seri- movies? I would say the series. Because I, I think they're, they're... Have you seen most of the series? Oh, I mean the first two. Obviously, I just told you we don't count the third anymore. Well, you've seen, have you seen the fourth one? If I don't... One and two. It's it's a, They're lucky to get two. I don't do two, I usually. Like the, I like the fourth one, but that one's not... They're you so like, different. You like the fourth Transformers. Your opinion sometimes goes kind of shaky there in the end, you know? Well, the fourth Transformers, in my defense, had robot dinosaurs. Did you like any of the prequels? I like the third uh, people. Oh, there you go. So that's where it's, you're Do at. I like it? Yeah, I like We're it. I like Red, Revenge, of the, Revenge of the Sith is likable. No, is not. it is it a is good or it's not the same likeable. quality? It's not likable. It was, no, it's not. I but, it's not likable at all. But you get a, a cool you, you get, get a You get a You still have to watch what's his name whining the whole thing the whole time about nothing and then murdering children for no reason and then you know like leaving his wife for he's creating problems that don't exist it's just horrible from beginning the cg is terrible is it princesses is it emperors i don't even know anymore it sucks natalie portman's a great actress and a great person that's all i can say about those movies you know and I keep wanting to call him Hans Christian Andersen, but that's not his name. That's a writer. That's the fairy tale guy. Hans, Hans Christian Andersen. That's uh, Christensen. Not... Hans his last Christensen. Name. It's not Hans Christensen. His name's not Han at all. Hans. No, there's no Hans. Hans. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Christensen is his last name. There you go. Hayden. Hayden Christensen. See where I get Hans. Name, name, name another movie he was in that's not Star Wars. Jumper. Oh, how'd you know that one? That's it. Just those two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know actors and where they're I, in. I have a prediction. Here's my prediction. Hayden Christensen, I predict, will become a big name in pop culture again with the with whatever new Star Wars stuff is coming out. He's supposed to be, because they're making a TV show or movie series, short series on called Obi-Wan. And I think Hayden Christensen is going to be Darth Vader in that. Again, I think I think he's gonna. I think now that if you, I think if you take him away from George Lucas, I think there's a chance that he might be more successful. You know what I'm saying? Like we might like his Darth Vader more now that it, George Lucas's fingers are all in it. That's just my guess. But yeah, I wish I was like George Lucas and I just ended up ass backwards into like millions because like when he really tries to like mess with stuff, it doesn't turn out right. He had a good idea. That's all I want. Just one good idea that turns into royalties for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's all he needs. He, I'm talking no, I'm not talking about him anymore. Oh, you now just want a good we, you want one good idea that makes you millions. Who doesn't? Everyone wants a good idea. Who who doesn't want to pull a, a Harry Potter or whatever? I have a lot is. of good ideas. Rowling. Like I have a lot of good ideas. <laughs> I have a lot of good ideas too, <laughs> just too, but mine are dumb, dumb, really dumb ideas. Lot, and that's why they don't get really picked up. A really good, dumb idea. Yeah. I like the microwave one that scans the barcode and automatically knows how I long you need to put something idea. in. That's a great idea. You guys can take that. That's a solid-ass idea. I'm going to let you get the money off that, but just go ahead and call it the Ryan. Thank you. That's all. Um, And that's going to about do it for this ep- week's episode of Don't Wait the Kids. 
If you like this episode, please like and subscribe. Check out the older episodes. Um, this will we'll be tying up our Halloween series of, um, just probably the next week. I think it'll be our last one. Ah, oh, didn't it come so fast? And there's still so much that I want to talk. We can talk about Ghostbusters. We can talk about uh, Monster Squad. Oh my we gosh, so many good stuff. Oh, you and so I can just talk about it next. It's just we're just, just gonna have right a free for all. It's a free for all. Um, if you uh, want to leave a comment on our anchor.fm, you can do that, and we'll uh, play play your your question or whatever, and we'll talk about that as well. Um, yeah, this goes out to all you late night parents out there. Godspeed. Godspeed.